White Sox. White Sox. Go, 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 go. Call your sons. Call your daughter. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Win Echo. Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez. He's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter. It's Ecknerwall23. That's Lawrence spelled backwards, 234, Robin Ventura. Chris Tannehill, at Chris Tannehill on Twitter. And our show is at Locked On Sox, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Go there, subscribe. Hit the notifications bell, and we have a new way to reach us. If you want to leave a voicemail for us, instead of writing the emails at LockedOnSocks at gmail.com, send us a voice message, 312-566-8727. With no further ado, here is Chris Tannehill. Yeah, and again, if you have trouble memorizing that phone number, 312-566-8727, just remember, it's very simple. Just just think of the jersey numbers for Harold Baines, A.J. Pruszynski, Mark Burley, George Orta, Bo Jackson, Carlton Fisk, and Tim Anderson. That's all you have to do. It's so easy. It's the easiest thing in the world to possibly to do, to memorize a phone number. So, But there's a graphic on our Twitter page. I just tweeted it this evening. We'll get to our first voicemail at the end of the show here when we open up the mailbag. But, oh, snap. Uh, we already got one? We got one, yeah. So well, you'll hear that, and maybe that'll get, some, uh, get people going there on the voicemail. I solicited a thing about tonight's topic, which we'll get to in a second, but... Uh, Drop us a voicemail. Uh, go to our Twitter page and see what we're talking about over there. Post game calls. You can you can hit us up with a thought. If you just have a random thought during the week, drop it on there, and we'll we'll go through everything and we'll play it because I want to get some more voices because God knows people are sick of listening to me read on this thing. So uh, here we go. Episode one eighty five today. Happy Tuesday, and it was a very happy Monday yesterday as we find out that finally. Fans will be welcomed back to the south side of Chicago at Guaranteed Rate Field. Mayor, Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced Monday morning through a Twitter video where she was at Wrigley and at Guaranteed Rate. Um, someone did a very clever uh, video mashup of Lori Lightfoot in the Cubs jersey throwing a home run, like throwing the first pitch. That was the uh, thing of, of her video. She's throwing out the first pitch, and Tim Anderson's there like, hey, Lori, there's no fans here. Oh, but there will be. <laughs> so she's in the Cub jersey throwing out the first pitch, and then someone – edits the video where it's Eloy Jimenez's home run uh, off the Cubs with uh, Jason Benetti's. Thanks, Cubs! It was very well done. I think it was one of the Barstool guys that did it. But uh, either way, we are excited because 20% capacity will be allowed for opening day. Uh, that's roughly 8,100 fans on the south side. And just what a glorious day, man. Like it's, It was just a year ago or thereabouts where COVID first hit. And, you know, we, we canceled our trip to go to San Francisco in May of 2020. And then slowly, just like death by a thousand cuts here, like things begin to, you know, peel off the calendar. Okay, we're canceling spring training. Okay, here we go. We're canceling opening day. Here we go. We're canceling the road trip. And next thing you know, they don't start playing until late July. But finally, it's here. We're, we're starting to, to see an end in sight here. And one of the first things that we get to have back because the city's at a pretty good uh, positivity rate, is fans are going to be back on the south side. 
Herb, well, how excited are you, man? Just what a, what, what a great news thing to start the day on Monday. It's just very exciting. Very great. Um, you know, the the things you take for granted, I, one of the things I took for granted is my family. You know, while they're here, I live about an hour away from my family. They all live in the suburbs. And so when I went to San Diego, uh, I thought, you know, I'm independent. I barely see my family. I see them like Mother's Day. I see them Thanksgiving. I see them Christmas. It won't be that big of a deal. And when it's taken away from you, when it's four hour plane trip where you don't have that much money instead of an hour drive where you can go either drive or take the train out, there's a difference and you start missing. it, And that's one of the reasons why I came back. And so you come back and you see your family much more when you don't have the opportunity to do them. So you take that for granted when you are in such close proximity. And I think that's the same thing that I had where I wanted to see a baseball game every once in a while and never really cared about, you know, getting season tickets, never really cared about getting, uh, going to a game every day um, until it was taken away from me last year. It was taken away from all of us. And so we all took that luxury of going to a major league baseball game like I used to just on a whim on a Wednesday, it's like $7. Let me go to this baseball game. Forget it. And now that it was been taken away from us, I was like, oh, man, there's nothing I would rather do in the world than go and have a cold drink and watch a baseball game. The white, Watch the White Sox lose to some team. I don't care because <laughs> it's just been taken away from me. And I need that again. I need to feel that feeling, need to smell those smells. And when it came back today, I would like walked in the office right when that was happening. And I just felt like a weight lifted off of my off of my shoulders. The day was great. It was about 61 degrees on Monday. Today, it's about 61 degrees. So it feels like a regular, normal day in Chicago with none of this COVID stuff going on. I know we're still in it, but like to have the mayor announce that. 80 what 8100 fans are going to be in the ballpark to start the season is a huge thing and i felt like everything is going to be all right like it the light is not just at the end of the tunnel it's you can see it you can it's a month away less than a month away you're like oh my god it's here and i've i just felt so great to have all that weight of COVID lifted off me, kind of, you know, it's still there. We're still wearing masks. We're still safe at the office and, and we're not really doing a lot of stuff. But the other day I see the place across the street from me, you know, they're having outdoor dining right across and I want to do that. And I'm feeling, you know, since the Chicago low positivity rate, the vaccines are coming out. It just feels like things are getting back. And then baseball is the hugest part about that. Then it's a normal life i i was joking to uh, i think sean anderson one of our producers at the score like man it'll be great once we're at the ballpark and we're drinking that 10 12 beer and we're just <laughs> putting it down our throats we're like mm, this is delicious awesome the normalcy will come in it's like 12 dollars for a beer what the what's yeah. going on here that's when i'll feel like everything's back to normal we're back on track i'm not paying 12 dollars for a sun crusher get out of here guys I know that's your shit, though. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, to to get inside the uh, the gates and, and enjoy a game at at the at the G spot, I'll drink anything, man. Like I don't even I don't think I'll even need a beer. It certainly would help, uh, but I don't even think I need that to to make me happy that day. But I don't know. These things, you know, will slowly all come back to us. Like I'm not sure when we'll get that communal feeling because with 8,100 fans, odds are we'll we'll know some people there, and you know we'll be able to to get together and, and say what's up and just be like, kind of take a collective deep breath and be like, ah, oh, we, we made it to this point here. You know, like these, these, this, that moment that you're talking about, who knows when it'll happen. It could happen by the end of the season, depending on how these vaccines are get rolling out. And, and they're at, at a pretty good clip right now at the, the rate they're getting them. And now we're, we're slowly like the, the people, uh, the older folks in my life are starting to get them. So that means like, you know, pretty soon we'll get them and then life can resume to relative normalcy here. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't know because of the exclusivity, we're going to get into some of the rules here. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the, the white Sox, you know, sort of the new normal here at the, at guaranteed rate field, but you know, I don't, I don't know when that'll be. I don't know if I'll be able to attend a game in that first series because of the scarcity of these tickets, but I'm just happy that, the concept of people being back at the ballpark is, is back in action again, because to be honest with you, like I, I miss baseball so much last year and you know, early on, like in April when opening day was canceled or maybe it was at the end of March, maybe that was a real gut punch, man. That was one of the hardest days to get through. Um, and, and there were many hard days before that and many hard days after that too like you know ed passed away ed farmer passed away not long yeah. after opening day was canceled so things only seem to get harder uh throughout the course of the year but one thing that i really missed and i knew i would miss it that you know as much as i did was just was baseball and i was so happy to see you know the the Sox and twins on that opening day and i didn't even think about being back at the ballpark because I knew it wasn't really in, in our future. But just to have baseball back, um, that, that was a great comfort to me. And now the fact that there's actually going to be fans back, that just that makes me so happy. And to hear a lot of you guys talk about your plans on going to a game, like we'll, we'll get into the lo- lo- logistics of how we plan on attending our first game in the next segment. But it's just it's so great that, that we're, we're here. And it took a lot longer than we thought in, in Chicago with this positivity rate. But bottom line is it's here, and, and I hope we get to maintain this this uh, this privilege of being able to do stuff like this. I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was Sean Doolittle who said early on uh, in, in during COVID, like, uh, live sports is a reward for a functioning society. So there are some rules we have to uh, adhere to, and we'll get to some of those here. Um, if you go to whitesocks.com, uh, I believe it's slash safety, you can see some of the things. So if you're planning on uh, attending a ball game, uh, they're gonna. There's gonna be no congregating. Uh, they're gonna. There's gonna be probably lots of signage telling you where to go. It's. It's not gonna feel natural, but I, I don't think you'll care once you're there. It, it may take away some of the, the the chill vibe that we know from being at a baseball game. But there's certain rules you're gonna have to adhere to. So no congregating or gathering, which is why I said I don't know if we'll be able to have the moment where we're all just kind of collectively like enjoying a beer together, like out in the concourse. You know what I mean? Like. We won't be able to do that. Um, you'll be able to pretty much be sticking with the group that you go with, I would I would think. Um, mandatory mask policy. Lawrence Holmes was talking about it on the show today. I didn't know until he said it, but um, no neck gaiter. So if you're a, a neck gaiter person or a person who wears a bandana, 
mask, one of those masks with valves, those are not permitted, okay? So get yourself a standard issue uh, CDC-approved mask and go online and check to make sure your mask is CDC-approved before they let you in because you'd hate to drop top dollar on one of these tickets for opening day and then have the wrong type of mask. Like, I don't want to see you people end up uh, on a viral video out here freaking out about a, a mask you know, or the, you know, the... Uh, the, about freedom. Yeah, not even that. But even if you show up with your neck gator and you you miss the memo on the CDC mask, like I don't want you out here looking bad on social media. So make sure your your mask is is compliant. So what a weird thing to say about baseball on opening day. But here we are, man. Uh, they're going to practice social distancing, which you guys should all be accustomed to uh, at this point. Um, there's a no bag policy. All right, like for I know I'm I'm someone you know I bring my family to the game. You know, wife's got her purse. I usually bring a backpack with, a, you know, a change of clothes for the kid and, you know, blankets maybe, like for those cold April and May nights. Bring a blanket and a backpack. Can't do that. No backpacks, okay? So only a small bag. And they're not going to be doing giveaways, and we'll get to that in a second. But uh, there's, there's also an important ticket policy on contact tracing. Like you can't hand off your tickets hand-to-hand with someone because they want to be able to do proper contact tracing if uh, if if there's a possible infection that occurs okay so they want you to do all your ticket transactions through uh the mobile device or through whitesocks.com or through ticketmaster.com um and brooks boyer spoke today on a conference call and people are asking well what about tailgating and then he gave a shout out to some of our guys here's what brooks boyer the uh president of marketing uh, for the white Sox, had to say about tailgating uh, before and after games on the south side well i'm sure the 108 guys will be trying to do just about uh, about everything uh, as long as they're uh, situated in 108 a uh, great group of fans love those guys uh, but the reality is 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 we want to have baseball here, not in, in, in just the first part of April, uh, but we want fans here for the entire uh, season. And, and, and we are keeping our fingers crossed that as the numbers of cases go down and as, as vaccines become more, more prominent, that the city and state will look at, at us as having a, an environment, especially being outside, like you mentioned, John, being outside uh, where we can increase the capacity. And, you know, if at, at the beginning of this, that, that means no tailgating, it's, it's, it's something we're willing to sacrifice to be able to have fans in the ballpark and, and hopefully growing numbers of, of fans in the ballpark. So, man, what do we have to do to get to that level, the 108 level, where you're getting shout-outs by Brooks Boyer during the Zoom call about fans being welcomed back? Like that's, that's platinum respect out here on these streets of 35th and Shields, man. I think uh, the initial thing was John Greenberg, who asked the question, said – one awaiting and then <laughs> he just followed oh, a lead it. a leading question oh that, that kind of yeah. ruins it but so fine. um yeah i would think that folks out there would understand that after all this that we've gone through that sacrifices need to be made as you said with sean doolittle this is a functioning society and the reward is baseball games and with these new baseball rules you're going to have to acquiesce to what they want. You can't just be that guy or girl that used to go to games in 19 and 2019. That stuff is over for now. So we got to fall in line. No tailgating guys. Don't do it. I know the temptation is there. That's your regular routine. Don't do it. Go to the ballpark. Keep your mask on unless you're eating or drinking something. Just keep it the same way that they want it to. And then if we do that, like Chicago, pretty much 
through COVID, we were pretty good. We had a solid plan and we kept our positivity rate down for the most part. Let's continue. Let's just continue that at the ballpark because we all want to be 40,000 deep when it's the World Series. But we can't do that unless we start off with the 8,100 that are given us and we can act right and have our mask on and not have a big time outbreak at the games. And then eventually, I think, and this is, you know, uneducated guess, since everybody who wants a vaccine will be eligible to have one by the end of May, I think by the end of summer, all of us should be having vaccines in our arms. So the CDC put out a thing that people who are vaccinated can go maskless with other people who are vaccinated inside of a restaurant, inside of a closed space. So if by the end of the year we're two-thirds or three-fourths, which is very lofty goals, vaccinated of all of us and, you know, things about herd immunity I don't want to get into because I don't know enough about it, but then we can have more people available to go to games. So let's just be thankful that this is happening, that we have the ability to go to games and just follow the rules. If you have a chance to go to the games, like Tanny said, look up the CDC approved mass. Maybe I don't have one right now. I'm going to go right after this show and make sure that I have one. I'm pretty sure I do as I have well, all you, of them. Well, you had the Align, the, the Align. I sent you a bunch of masks. I, I took one. Exactly. It, was, it was sitting in the studio, and I know I'm going to want one for my bandwagon. Uh, come but I can't, wear it, I can't wear it during the Sox game. <laughs> it's one of my hard and fast rules. Uh, yeah, I can't know. can be wearing another team's colors I know, but at what, the White Sox game. Well, what would our guy Chris Collins say, though, about the uh, not the not the coach of Northwestern, but our former boss, Chris Collins? What, what would he say about the double logo, though? I think for the mask, we'll make an exception. But, you know, visit one of the great uh, local spots down there in the area. Grandstand, they've got a bunch of masks there. Like, I've, I've been there a couple times. So, like, before the game, if you don't have a mask, if you're a Gator person, like, I've recently uh, – I, I was I was very anti-Gator in the beginning because I didn't like the way it felt around my neck. But over time, it stretches out, and it's more comfortable, and it's so easy to flip up. So now I've gotten used to the Gator as opposed to the mask, which I was rocking early on. So make sure you have a mask. There's, there's, there's a place by the ballpark where you can get one very last minute. But if you don't have one by that point, I don't know how you got this far. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I didn't think we'd be at this point talking about 20% capacity like just if you would have asked me around Christmas I'd be like yeah I don't I don't think that fans are going to be allowed back for opening day but with this you know Chicago put in the work um, but really you got you got to make sure that you check out some of these rules to it'll because if you are prepared going in you're going to have a lot more fun going to the game um, your tickets going to have a specific parking lot and a gate to go to so pay attention to that the concessions are going to be limited. All I care about is I hope they they still have elotes. I'm not sure about that. Uh, they're not doing. And I heard on that was it like it's like the restaurants that we have now that were uh, QR code. You you hit it with your phone and then your menu po- pops up on your phone and populates right. on your phone. Yeah, so you know it'd be it'd be a new way of dealing with things. And along with that, no cash. So you know, awesome. I, I, like before, like this is like a dream for me because I used to hate having to pull out cash just to go get an elote and now like it's going to be debit and credit card everywhere so really like there's silver lining in all this right um no uh, game day promotions no dollar hot dogs no bobblehead giveaways which really bums me out dog uh, days uh it doesn't say anything about dog days yet but i would think so, not um ah, well we'll see i mean i don't want to be very safe <laughs> yeah they are um 
you know, except for that dog that got COVID. Wow, Debbie Downer. Um, remember early on, they're like, your dog can have COVID too. Yeah. <laughs> like when they I, re- I was like, man, this COVID's <laughs> going to get solved quickly. <laughs> And they did, didn't they? They they found a vaccine oh, quick once the pets started getting sick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, seat discipline. Like, you know, they're going to want you to stay in your designated section. You no know, going to the bathroom in the different section and stuff like that. So just, you know, go to WhiteSox.com and check out the rules because we want you to, if you're one of the lucky ones, uh, season ticket holders are going to have first crack at these tickets. If you're one of the lucky ones, I'm sure they're going to brief you about all this stuff. We want to make sure that you're adhering to all this stuff so you can have as much fun as possible. And we want nothing but positive experiences and positive uh, voicemails here. But it just, it's just a great day, and, and it's its here, man. It's, it's happening. I, I didn't think that the vaccines would take effect this quickly. Um, but, but here we are, man. We, I, I really hope by the end of summer we're looking at like maybe at least two-thirds uh, capacity. I'm being cautiously optimistic here, but it would be it would just it would be a shame to not be able to celebrate this this team and what they're hopefully about to accomplish. Uh, we're gonna take a quick time out here, and I'm gonna talk about those season ticket holders, those uh, precious people who are gonna have first crack at seeing live baseball for the first time in what'll be uh, well over a year. We'll get to that here after this on Locked On White Sox. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our friends at RockAuto.com. You know, folks, there's many reasons to repair and maintain your automobile, but first one, most important, is to save money, right? Preventative maintenance, it's key for any automobile owner. So tell me something, why would you choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Why do that when you have access to a vast catalog of auto parts for a fraction of the price at rockauto.com. You see, what I'm talking about here is these chain stores that you go to, they've got different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers like you and I. But rockauto.com's prices are always the same for everybody, and most importantly, they're always reliably low. rockauto.com offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear, sort of like how airlines do. But rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business, and they've been serving auto parts customers like you and I online for over 20 years. So go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And when you do that, do us this favor, won't you? Write "locked on" in their "How'd you hear about us?" box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at RockAuto.com. Betting on baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Subscribe to Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. All right, Herb. So, you know, we're bearing the lead here a little bit. You are going to be able to hopefully be one of the, the the chosen few to be able to be in attendance on opening day because I bought season tickets on Monday. Holy shit, did the Sox sign Trevor Bauer? They didn't. Oh, but, okay. You know, that wasn't a I thought they traded no. for him today when they played the Dodgers. Oh, that would have been great. But I would I um once I heard that news and the other day I was looking on uh, whitesox.com for season tickets to see exactly where the prices are see if i'm in the market for that and i saw the prices weren't uh, exorbitant and so i was like all right i'm in the market for it but 
I don't want to pull the trigger if I don't know if they're going to play games, if I'm allowed to be there. So I held off. And then once Mayor Lightfoot gave us the green light this morning, I called my account manager and he was swamped. He was like, hey, man, we're getting a lot of calls. We're getting a lot of stuff here from our bosses. So I got to call you back at in the afternoon. If you don't hear from me, know that I'm swamped and just send me a text, whatever. I was like, all right. But then like an hour passed and I was like, no, nah, F that. I'm just going to go to the website like I did the other day and snatch him up. I sent a text to Courtney. I was like, hey, I'm going to snatch these tickets. And she was like, cool, smooth. Go ahead and do your thing and purchase two tickets. 531 right behind home plate. I'm in. So I don't have the tickets yet. Like my deposits in there and I'm in for the purchase. They haven't you know, solidified my games yet. And they haven't sent me like a hundred percent. You are going to a game this year. So that's what I was looking for, but you know, it'll probably take a little bit. I would assume that there are more people ahead of me that jumped in while I was waiting that hour. And maybe I don't get all 20 games. Cause I've got a partial season ticket plan, but as long as I get some of those games and then, whatever I don't get and they put that to either playoff baseball or the next year's uh, deposit. I'm good with that because 20 games gets me the ability to buy playoff tickets. So I was like all about it. I was initially going to do 10 because I don't got that much money, but I had to do 20 to get the playoff assurances that are come with uh, being a six season ticket holder. So I'm a partial season ticket holder in the interim think hopefully maybe wow i purchased them i I put the money so yeah all they could do is give me it back now rick hans listening is like cancel it yeah well congratulations Uh, (laughs) Uh, congratulations you've managed to uh topsy-turvy rick han here uh and this is a way of you insulating yourself with your teflon suit because now you can say whatever you like because uh you are a season ticket holder so you can basically talk as reckless as you want talk as slick as you want about rick on the socks and you could just back it up under the guise of your season ticket holder because like we know in our in all the years that we've had uh, produce sports radio like season ticket holder like in terms of fan credentials boom you are ahead of the line. You're even ahead of the people that have been watching for 50 years. Like season ticket holder, Herb Lawrence, since May 8th, 2021. Excuse me, folks. I'm better than you. <laughs> but the, the pink That's what the pink hat guy calls in all the time. <laughs> oh, pink For the Cubs. Guy. He's like, yeah. hey, I'm this guy, and I'm, hey, I'm the pink hat guy. Okay, so. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great, dude. Who cares? So, What's your point? That's so, going to be me. So what are you going to be? What's your what? You need a gimmick. It's like pro wrestling. You got to have a gimmick if you're going to be a season ticket holder. Like, you got you got your pink hat guy. You've got George Jacobs with his M. M jacket uh you know you got the 108 guys they got a great gimmick where they're alcoholics i think that's their gimmick um you know um socks man you're gonna get another thing (laughs) yeah you gotta you gotta think it's gonna get you yeah you gotta i know they're always listening i love those guys but yeah that's their thing it's their they drink okay um and they sit in 108 it's it's real clever um like that so you need a gimmick like those guys do so what's my gimmick can I be the get up guy? I haven't heard from the get up guy in a <laughs> yeah. long time. I, I hope he's still with us and just quiet now. But yeah, I could be the get up guy for 8,100 people. 
Get so, up. Get okay. up. You remember, I don't know if you guys out there remember the get up guy. I was going to say, you have to whiteboard the get up guy here for, for some of the younger, for the younger listeners out there. I mean, this is a guy at White Sox games that would be kind of like the fireman Ed of the White Sox, and he would just yell at the rest of the fans to get up during certain pivotal moments of the game. And they called him the get up guy. I don't know his real name. Was, I hope he's still with us. Was that the guy that would just be like, let's go White Sox? You could hear him on the TV broadcast. Is yeah. that the same guy? Yeah, same yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, you'll have to, I don't know, you're going to be the get your ass up guy, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> get your ass up. <laughs> but, yeah. That's, I, not, that's my, one of my favorite Brendan McCaffrey things. <laughs> what? Brendan McCaffrey's a former guy at the score. Um, he used to do a impress- an impersonation of Hawk Harrelson, but as Ving Rang, so Black Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> get on up get on back there yes gummit. <laughs> man so wow I, this is amazing so i i it's like having a neighbor with a pool they say find a neighbor with a pool and don't buy a pool yep. find a friend with season tickets don't buy season tickets like this is very exciting because you're you're right around where lawrence used to sit mm-hmm. and um so now there's no doubt that i'm going to be reaping some of the the rewards here of, of, right. of knowing someone with season tickets and you know uh it's so easy we both work the same shift basically at the score like i miss that most of all the the spontaneity of baseball in the summer where you just you know what let's get up and go to a game tonight you know what i mean let's 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 duck out of work a little early head to a game and just see what happens and find a cheap ticket and just enjoy ourselves tonight or hey you know what uh family sunday you know what everyone get in the car we'll go to the game you know or they're giving away a bobblehead tonight so everyone get your ass to the ballpark three hours early because daddy needs his bobblehead because i'm a child um but yeah i'm looking forward to knowing someone with season tickets and let me just say um, if anyone's on the fence, maybe about purchasing season tickets. So my dad had them. I've told the story many times on this podcast, but my dad had them from 2005, a pretty good year to buy in, uh, until about, I'm guessing it was the through 2011. So, so my dad saw like, what was it? The first or second year of Adam Dunn. And he's like, nah, we're, we're done with this. That Which 2010 team killed him uh, yeah i mean which was just it was a good time to get out because look at where we are now a decade later and now they're finally good so that was a smart financial decision by my faja did Um, you guys sit right behind or in front of brian peruk yeah we were a a one row in front of peruk and i think his brother shared tickets so yeah you may see peruk there he's one of the season ticket friends there i'm gonna miss so many season ticket friends um down there um you know pete hand and the 108 guys you know and the people that used to sit in my dad's section my, my guy joe down in uh, section 151 um yeah it's uh, you know and all the other people at the ballpark like you're, you're gonna get to see hopefully you're gonna get to see um beer dude you know i don't you know i don't know if beer dude is still with us but you know who beer dude is right i, I got beer oh yeah yeah i don't know if he's that still with, excellent yeah i don't know if he's there um so yeah there's so many people I hope my man is still there. The old guy who is, you know, was always at the program stand, like right there behind home plate when you first walk in. He's been selling programs there for years and years. I hope he's still there and hope he's still with us. But yeah, like just the the summer faces and the summer family. If you remember the movie Fever Pitch with Jimmy Fallon, they talked about summer family. Like when you're a season ticket holder and the people that sit around you, that's your summer family. So you're gonna get to experience that. And you see my guy Ben Rosen. Oh yeah. 
Hopefully, one yeah. of those uh, Italian sausage uh, stands. Ah, oh, nothing, nothing better than you know seeing you seeing Ben Rosen there at the ballpark and smiling ear to ear and you know giving him shit and oh, it's great, man. Like, and I will say, you know, getting back to the season ticket thing, it's really cool, and they always treated us really well when my dad had season tickets. Like, you know. The, the extra gifts and things that they would send you and the nice letters that they would send you throughout the course of the year thanking you and extra opportunities to be a part of cool stuff. Like, you really do feel like you're a part of a special group and now you're going to get to uh, experience that for yourself. So congratulations, man. So our, let's let's get to it here. So if a lot of the opportunity, you're on board 100% with going to opening day. Um, I'm not an opening day guy. No. Oh, okay. If some if somebody like you got it for I've you got it for playoffs. You got this for the plate for the postseason, not necessarily for opening day. Yeah, the last ten years probably I've been to one, and that was because Mitch gave us tickets last second type of thing, and I was like, all right, I'll go. But I'm not an opening day or Cubs series guy. I just think those are for different folks. You know, for tradition folks, people who like to uh fight sometimes i don't like the crowdedness of those places i like the second game so opening day they play usually on a thursday i like the saturday game or opening day they play on a monday i like the wednesday game where less people are there i can stretch out a little bit it's less about the pomp and circumstances about the game and so yeah i will always be the second game i'll not be the first game so if if somebody offers me tickets It'd be hard to turn down after no, all I said. No one's gonna offer you tickets. <laughs> but yeah. Like they're I'm, gonna be super scared. On my season ticket package, I don't have the opening day as part of it. That was probably one of the biggest selling points. I have I think my first game is April tenth, which is versus the twins. I got like five twins games in this package. It's good. Out of the twenty games. Um I you know what, I gotta say, I you know, if I was gifted tickets or someone said, Hey man, got some tickets here for you, opening day. As of right now, where we where we sit right now on March 9th, um, I don't think I'm in on opening day here. Scout uh, seats. Um, <laughs> somebody somebody Ooh. out here is listening. They love <laughs> you and what you do on the score, and they That's love Locked true. On. They're like, hey, Tanny, I don't know you. You don't know me. It was George Jacobs from Windy City. He's like, hey, man, I want you to That's be my two guest. mentions, George Jacobs. We used to love your commercials with Ed and DJ, where they had it, where they were dreaming about driving a limo. Um, yeah, scout seats. You know, it's it's to me like there's so much that's wrapped up into this. Like there's so many different tiers to this. Like I am a traditionalist. I'm I'm a sentimental biatch in that regard. I love the the festivities of opening day, the the bunting, the you know not not Rick Renteria's bunting, but the the, the you know the banners, the bunting around uh, you know behind home plate and around the uh, the the lower bowl there. I love the lineups, people getting introduced for the first time, meeting the coaches and players. Um, I love all of it. Like, you know, just, you know, but more often than not, the weather is absolute trash. Now, if you could, do, you know, guarantee a day like we had today, then maybe I reconsider. Um, but it's not only about the weather, but just think about putting your hard earned money, t- you know, t- on the table and, having a rain out or a snow out Mm. i went with my wife and daughter for our first opening day a couple years back and it was snowing and Mm. they still played the game but still it was was not a great day for the fam um but also just thinking about it from from a health perspective and listen i know i stay abreast to as much as i can information wise and i know 
the the risk of spreading outdoors is is pretty minimal. It's all about distancing from from each other. But you know, where I sit right now, I'm I don't look like I'm going to be getting the vaccine anytime soon. I'm not you know I'm not on the list yet. Um, as as we sit here today, um, only one of my parents has been totally vaccinated, and we live w- with my wife's father who is not gotten his second dose of the vaccination, which will come by opening day, so that'll change things a little bit. But also, my daughter's in public school, and they want to make sure that they keep things safe. And, you know, to me, the risk-reward is not there. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll be happy enough just seeing people on TV enjoying themselves at the game. Like, I don't have to be there. And, and again, like, I'm not – you know, I try not to live my life in fear, but just mitigating the risk. Like, we didn't – I think we only went out to a restaurant once or twice, like in the last calendar year where we sat down and those were outside and we went on vacation. Like, you know, it's just something that we could live without, like, you know, order pickup all the time and support local businesses. But you didn't come this far just to risk it at the end. Exactly. And it's not I don't worry about catching it outside. But, you know, you you know. I don't know what they're going to do about alcohol. That's something that they're probably going to have to address on the fly. Like, but someone with, you know, a little too much in them, like, you know, people, when you have too much to drink, they invade your personal space. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just a reality of life. So for me, there's just too much to risk until I get the vaccine to, to say, yeah, I'm comfortable going to a game. And even if I, I don't think I could enjoy myself thinking about that the whole time. I'm super neurotic like that. I don't think I'd have a fun time at the old ball game. I'll just be here on my couch watching and uh, well actually i probably won't be i'll probably be at work because it's a day game um mm-hmm. but i'll definitely be enjoying watching from anaheim on opening night and during the home opener it'll be the first one i've missed since 2003 you know it's a it's a long streak on the line there but it's it's fine with me like i realized to me like what means the most to me is just having baseball as a companion in my life rather than being there at the game you know because you can get a lot of the same things you know program like you can get those at any time and you know uh New traditions, like you know, are, are meant to be made, and old, you know, sometimes traditions are just meant to, to die off naturally. And you know, I think one of the cool things about this actually is thinking about your situation is now the Sox are going to have this new boom of season ticket holders in the fan base, where you may start to see overall over the next decade or so, and who knows, maybe even longer than that is the, the base of people that attend a game year in and year out, that starts to inflate a little bit, and the fan base starts to get a little bit more solidified. And then maybe payroll gets you know uh, inflated a little bit because they can count on more people, more asses in the seats. And just the, uh, the new generation of Sox fans were generally positive about the team and there's it's an exciting team going in a in a in a positive direction like i think this is a good thing for the socks like another one of those silver linings uh, amid covid but just hearing what you just told me about all the people trying to to connect for season tickets like that's only a good thing mm-hmm. for the the value of the franchise you know uh, on and off the field so that that in itself is kind of exciting is that the the you may start to see the white Sox turn into a team like the cubs like the red Sox, where they have this huge base of season ticket holders and they know they can count on that so i think that's that's pretty big so i you plan on keeping them for uh you know pretty much forever <laughs> and, and you know passing them down to someone like how long you think you're in this for it depends. Like I, it was a pretty much not a whim, but I thought about this like in the last week. Where oh man, this could be a possibility. I need to see if they're in my price range and pretty much pull the trigger um, today, just because of the the announcement. But um, we'll see how these games treat me. 
I can already tell that I'm not going to be going to 20 games. Um, probably sending some tickets out too. if you're listening, maybe a family member out there, a listener who's right here. Uh, I definitely cannot make it to a couple of those. I have two like afternoon games, which I'll be working. I'm not taking off a day to go to the White Sox game. So somebody out there listening, I might be sending you a message. Might be going to White Sox game courtesy of Locked On Sox <laughs> for the price of on the house, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> and so, That's yeah, right. and I was another thing I was thinking about, about, you know, people staying away from each other, especially in the section that I'm in, 531, pop fly, foul ball, it's hit like five rows behind me, and there's a guy that's 10 rows up. Me and him are battling out. Now we're real <laughs> close to each other. Who wins? You know, do we just say both just wait until the ball just rolls to one another <laughs> or do we go actually for the ball? It's just yeah, I think some of the things I just think about. Yeah. Like you'll you'll fi- you'll probably see a kid nearby and, you know, t- nope. Sorry, kid. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah, I get that. I, I didn't I didn't catch one at a game until I caught one off off uh, off, my, off my arm from Frank Thomas. Yeah. So uh, we'll be back and we'll wrap this thing up and tell you about tomorrow's show. And also we'll play you the first voicemails here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over, but college hoops and the NHL and NBA are all in full swing, and Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. The odds are updated in real time, and there's props on almost anything you can imagine. Herb, you know, we're gonna do our, our preview show where we where we go over win totals and, and who's gonna win divisions, pennants, and the World Series here uh, in baseball. But before we get to that show, like sort of what's keeping you uh, busy here uh, in the off season, so to speak, in terms of things that you're looking at at betonline.ag? Well, at betonline.ag, I'm seeing we just talked about the guy and we all talk about him all year long. His name is Lucas Giolito. And if you go to betonline.ag right now for Lucas, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas Giolito to get the Cy Young, it's plus 450. So that is you bet $100. You're going to win $450 if Lucas Giolito wins the Cy Young this year. He had the second most, uh, second best odds, even in front of the winner last year, Shane Bieber, who's at plus 500. The only guy with more, better odds right now is Garrett Cole at plus 425. So I think that's a good deal to put down $100 or so for Lucas Giolito to win the Cy Young. We know that he's great. And he takes the next step this year for a championship contending White Sox team. So that's what I'm looking at, Chris. Well, Bet Online's got you covered no matter what you're looking at. You got all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget our promo code locked on when you sign up for that welcome bonus. All right, we're back here. Herb Lawrence, Chris Tannehill. It's Locked on White Sox. And tomorrow, we're going to have a conversation with Locked on Indians host Jeff Ellis as it's Division Crossover Wednesday. So we're going to talk about many things about the Cleveland Ball Club with Jeff and mainly about uh, this recent uh, COVID, again, another COVID protocol uh, break here with, uh, with Fran Mil Reyes and Jose Ramirez here. So we'll talk to Jeff about that and also how he thinks 
the Indians are going to fare in 2021. Are they a team that we should be fearing? Or, you know, what's the fan base thinking after the Lindor trade? We'll talk about that as we do crossover Wednesday tomorrow with Jeff Ellis. All right. So should we hear our first voicemail here, Herbie? What do you think? Is it time? Let's do it. All right. Let's open up that bag real fast. A lot of emails. We're going to try to get to some. There's another email. I love email. We love your emails and we love your voicemails. If you want to reach us here on Locked on White Sox, you can email us lockedonsocks at gmail.com or hit us up at our brand new voicemail line. Questions, comments, concerns, complaints about Angel Hernandez. It's all on the table for you on the Locked on Socks voicemail. All right. First one we're going to get into here. Let's just have the man speak for himself. We sent out a prize pack late last week after we hit over 200 subscribers to the YouTube page. And if you haven't heard, we're sending out prize packs for the show for a random subscriber until we get to 1,000 YouTube subscribers. That's when we can monetize. So this is our first voicemail for the Locked on White Sox voicemail. Danny and Herb, Zach Byrne, calling from Racine, Wisconsin. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I think I, (laughs) I got that messed up. Love the podcast. Wanted to thank you for the prize pack. Received it today. You guys are the best. Go White Sox. All right. How about that? Our guy, Zach, he is very handsome in his, uh, in his new Locked on Sox shirt and the coffee mug, and it was nice to hear from him today. Nice to put a voice to the face and name. So uh, you're welcome, Zach. Our pleasure. Thank you for supporting the show pretty much since day one. Zach, every day is uh, you know tweeting out the link to the podcast before I get a chance to craft my, my tweet, so it makes me look lazy. But uh, it's good to hear from Zach right there, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good to hear from him. He's been a guy that's been listening for a long time. And like you said, every day that guy is retweeting our podcast, listening to our podcast and sending out to his followers. So, yeah, we really appreciate him. You hit the subscribe button on YouTube, probably hit the notifications bell. So when we do drop a, a video, he's the first one to watch it. And we really appreciate him. We really appreciate Mike Victor, who we met at a bar. The next guy or girl is going to get a nice prize pack, too. So it could be you. Yeah, man. If you want to give uh, Zach a follow on Twitter at Zach Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E, he always posts these really cool. Uh, he's a he's a trading card enthusiast. So like he'll, he'll once in a while, he'll post a an old Frank Thomas card that I had when I was young or an old Carlton Fisk card like he's around our age. So like he you know grew up on the same White Sox teams that we did so I love seeing these mint condition cards or he's just sharing someone else's card. It's always some cool stuff there from Zach. So uh that's all I got tonight. Tomorrow we'll have the crossover episode with Locked On Indians and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that's all I got her. Yeah, I'm going to yell at that guy. Um <laughs> because it's always the Indians and it's always got a Chicago flavor to it. Last year with the guys in Chicago and this year they're hanging out with Pedro Strope and getting him in trouble too. Were they so. together? Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it was caught because they were uh having an Instagram or Twitter picture and then they had to erase it and that's why they have Pedro Strope now in isolation for the Cubs. So we're going to have that episode, Locked on Indians, Locked on White Sox crossover uh, episode tomorrow, Wednesday. So listen for that one. So for Chris Tannehill, at Chris Tannehill on Twitter, me, Herb Lawrence Ecknerwall, 23 on Twitter, and the show is Locked on Sox on Twitter, Instagram, and then go to YouTube and subscribe and hit the notifications bell so you could be like Zach Byrne, have a nice, beautiful 
Locked on Sox shirt and mug and send us your voicemails. 312-566-8727. So for Chris Tannehill, my name is Herb Lawrence. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked on Socks.